We're we're in a Christmas season. What do you what do you anticipate? Do you? You look forward to that? Good. Togetherness is fun, isn't it? Anything else? I like decoration. Decoration. Speaking of, if any of you want to help, we have a big party here on Saturday. There are about 60 or so. Aren't there about 60 or so that usually come to that? Japanese, and they, they want this place decorated, of course, because it's, it's new for them to experience an American Christian Christmas. So we got the tree up. I'm not real. I, I've got some health issues right now, so I'm not at top strength, so if any of you say, hey, that sounds fun. They're, they're going to be down here for the program. They'll be eating upstairs. Sushi. We're going to be, we're going to, what I'm asking for is for anybody that would like to help before then to help us get ready. Not to be here, not 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 necessarily not to be here, but just to come come in advance. So if that works for you, let me know. You need Bibles. There are Bibles right here. Everybody needs a Bible. If you don't have one, turn to Luke chapter one. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Luke chapter 1. We're going to start in verse 26 and just walk through it together. Am I too loud? So, Father, we ask you to open your word to us. Your word is truth. Allow us to see what you want to see in this very special passage. Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month. Okay, in the sixth month of what? Back up to verse 24. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. So what's so strange, what's so special about that? She was very old. She was beyond childbearing years. And she was called, what was her nickname? Theron. Not a very happy phrase to use for a woman in that day especially. So she lived with shame. She lived with insults of people. Why would they want to get at her? But for some reason, they, they uh, just jabbed her with that Nickname, terrible. Anybody ever have a nickname growing up that wasn't wasn't very complimentary? Yep. Yeah, not fun, is it? Made you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. 
No, not fun. Well, you can identify with Elizabeth then, because she had it all her adult life. And now God has met her. And it says, and for five months she hid herself. Tell me, why did she hide herself? Think about it. Can you imagine those people who called her barren? And she starts saying, hey, I'm carrying a child. What would they say? Throw rags, maybe, and mock her ridicule. Absolutely they would. They're going to mock her. So she's going to hide until it's pretty obvious. She comes out in the sixth month, and she's got living proof. This is not a stone. There's life in here. There's motion here. So in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God. Okay, does God do that often? Does he send angels often to people? Not very often. Now, in these days, maybe more often than I, than I hear about. But this is in the Bible. What could God have done? What, how could he have also given a word to Mary? What could he have done? Okay, he used dreams a lot, doesn't he? What's another way? Okay. He could send a prophet. He does that a lot. He did that a lot. He would send a prophet who would speak. A prophet is someone who speaks God's word into a situation. So he could send a prophet. What's another way? Think about it. Pardon? He could give a vision. Good. Could he go himself? Did he ever do that? Do you remember when? Okay, he showed up on the mountain with Moses. He showed up with Abraham. Abraham was, um, well, that was Moses in the burning bush. Yeah. Listen to this. Uh, Genesis. God is about ready to, to take out Sodom and Gomorrah. So the men turned from there. Listen to who the men is. And went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood still before the Lord. The Lord came down. Then Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou indeed destroy the righteous with the wicked? Far be it for thee to do such a thing. And the Lord said, If I find at Sodom 50 righteous, Five righteous. No, if I find at Sodom 50 righteous in the city, I will spare the whole place. That was God that came. So God could have come. God could have given a dream, a vision, a prophet. He chose to send who? Had he ever done that before? Was that an angel? Maybe it was. He did it five months earlier. He did it five months earlier with Zechariah. God is omniscient. God is all-knowing. And God has this group. They're called the heavenly host. Host is um, Menachem. 
I think. I think that's, that means army. A host is not a choir. A host is an army. It's a fighting army. So Jesus, when he is going toward the cross, he said, could I not send? How many? How many? 72,000. He could have sent for 72,000. That's what he's speaking. In a moment, at his disposal. So that's what Jesus had potentially. He chose to go to the cross alone. So he's sent from God, Gabriel, to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. What do you know about Nazareth? Good reputation? Nothing good comes from the city of Nazareth. Okay. So what, this is... What this, good can come? Yes, yes. Can anything good, can anything good come from Nazareth? Who said that? You look close. Philip. Not Bartholomew, but Philip. Philip said, yeah, yeah. Can anything good? Okay. So, so he, Gabriel, come now as a messenger in the sixth month. So she's, she's carried for five months. She's now in her sixth month. So she's beginning to show, right? There's enough to, to show. You can see the evidence. To a virgin. Two times it uses the word virgin. Betrothed. What do you know about betrothal in that day? It was a very big deal. It was so big that in Matthew 1, when it talks about Joseph, he doesn't like what he's hearing because he hears that she's carrying a child. And what is he resolving to do? Divorce. That's how serious betrothal is. It's closer to marriage than our, our engagement. Our engagement, hey, is we're moving that direction, but engagements break up. Not very common in this time. It's a, it took a divorce. Pardon? That's a good question. I do not know. Yeah. I don't know if they, if they carried a ring, or uh, that would be interesting to find out. Well, the men would uh, tie a, ri a ribbon around his hand, wouldn't he? Like a, like a leather type oh. cloth that would yeah. dangle from their left arm. Oh, maybe. I like that. Maybe, that yeah. Sounds, sounds good to me. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Yasaf of the house of David. Hey, he's from the right house because there's going to be a prophecy that comes Why? in a moment. Does it say that in the Bible? Yeah. Yasaf? No, Yo Joseph, Joseph, but that's how the Hebrew pronounces it. Yeah. Sorry. And the virgin, there it is again, the virgin's name was Mary. So two times it says the word virgin. Now, if that means that they have not had relations, Mary has chosen to live a singularly your life, and she found the favor of God in this. And you say, well, they all did in those days. That's the way they all did it. You haven't read the Old Testament. So, so she is living in such a way to get God's attention. You favor God and God favors you. That's just the way it goes. Saul did not favor God. He caved into the people. And Samuel, when he came to him, those who honor God, God will honor. 
and uh, Saul chose not to honor God. The virgin's name was Mary. So she chose to, to live in a way that honored God. And he came to her and said, Hail, O graced one, O favored one. You have found charis. You have found grace, literally. Charis. Yeah, charis. That's what it means, grace. You are the favored one. You're a graced one. God has graced you. Now, unfortunately, the, the Catholics have taken this to mean that she is full of grace. She dispenses grace. She's not a dispenser of grace. She's a recipient of God's grace. Grace is coming this way. It's being poured upon her. She doesn't give it out. She doesn't dispense it. I don't dispense grace. I go to the gracious one and receive grace. Oh, I love my Catholic friends, but that's one that we would, I'd have to say I disagree with you on that. The Lord is with you. See, what could be more wonderful than finding the favor of heaven? We could live in such a way that I want, I want to please you. I want to, I want to get close to you, and that's okay. But don't we really want the favor of God? Don't we really want God to, to back us, God to stand with us? So this young woman, we don't know how old she was. I suspect she was of teenage. That's what most think, that she was a teenager. So... Uh, most likely. The Lord is with you. And listen, look at her response. Well, how, what was her response to that? Greatly troubled. Why do you think she was greatly troubled? Verse, verse, verse 29. First of all, when an angel comes, you're going to be troubled anyway. You're going to be oh. troubled because this is, this, is, this is shocking. This is a heavenly creature. This is someone that's overpowering. Yeah, but what, 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 why did you greet me in this way? What's going on? What's going to happen here? See, an angel comes is, a, is an instrument often of judgment. So maybe she's thinking there's going to be some kind of judgment going on. There's something that could be. I don't, we, don't, we don't know. But she's very troubled, and she, she uh, wonders. And look at this kindness now. That's right. That's right. Things happen. Fires. Yes. Fire shoots from the heavens. Yes. Like the yes. Old Testament, so it just is not shocking as like I've never heard of such a thing. But of course, she, she wondered because it's in the Old Testament. Yes. Yeah. And the angel said to her, This is wonderful. Do not be afraid. That's a wonderful thing to hear. When you're, you're shuddering, you're wondering, what am I going to hear next? What she hears is what no woman has ever heard before or ever will hear again. This is singularly blessed, like no woman ever was. This young teenage woman, do not be afraid. He knows her name. I think God instructed this angel, I suspect. Here's what you're going to say. And if she asks questions, here's how you're going to respond. So that he was equipped going down to earth. He knew what he was going to do and what he was going to say. It's so, it's one of my favorite passages of all of Scripture. 
For you have found Kairos with God. You have found grace. Grace is power. Grace is power to do what God wants us to do and to to uh, to be what God wants us but to we be. We can't save anyone on the street as a messenger unless the grace of God is on that soul. That's right. That's right. Well, what's, what's the thing when she's like, she says, the same says the Savior, and then after that she took care of it. Yeah, she, she hasn't. It, 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 struck, it struck her strange. That shows her humility, I think. And behold, here goes. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Yeshua. Jewish women knew about the Messiah. And some maybe dreamt about it, wondered, could I be the one? Yeah, could I be the one that could could bring forth Messiah because they knew the Messiah would be a human, so likely would be born, like we're all born. And so here now she's about to hear something that is absolutely astounding, that she's going to bear a son named Yeshua, Savior, God is Savior. He will be great, and we be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. So she's hearing that she's going she's gonna to bear a child that's going to be great. He's going to be a king. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. That's, that's a mouthful. That's a lot to take in one moment. She was afraid, and now this angel is comforting her. No, you're going to have a child. Look at her question. It's not about this boy. It's not about this baby. What did Zacharias say when the angel came? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you sure? Are you sure? Do you really? How? She's too old. He didn't. Ha he took a nine-month time out after that. He got, he got shut down because he was skeptical. And, and Zechariah, he was skeptical. And an angel, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you, what do you need? You, you just have an angel. Has, has that ever happened before, Zechariah? I mean, have you ever had an angel come and visit you? What, what, do you need, what do you need proof? Isn't this proof enough? You got an angel talking to you. And he said, my wife's old. I'm advanced in years. Wrong thing, Zachariah. She is not skeptical. She's not asking. She's just saying, can you give me a little more information? Give me, just give me a little more information. Mary said to the angel, how shall this be since I have no husband? Hey, she had a, 
She had a man. They were betrothed. They were almost married. She's so simple in her faith, in her outlook, that she says, how will this be? And she might have expected that he would say, well, you're going to get married soon. But he said something very different that is unbelievable, that would be very hard for someone to believe. You are going to have a child without a husband. You are going to be impregnated. You are going to be given a seed from the Holy One of God, from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. My wondering, as I read this today, I, I love reading this passage in the Christmas season because it's so holy. I suspect that she knew the moment when the Holy Spirit came upon her. Never thought about that before. But it says the Holy Spirit will come upon you and something will happen in her body. If she didn't know it at the moment, she knew it within Days. When do you start knowing it, Karen? That you're pregnant? It depends on the person. Well, but oftentimes it's the, you start feeling nauseated. It's yeah. the very day? No, no, no. no. Uh, maybe like a week. Uh, week or so. Yeah. So we don't know when, when this happened, that the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. He's talking about the impregnation. That God was going to do it himself and give to this teenager the seed of Jesus Christ. That is holy. That is remarkable. And what's remarkable is, uh, well, let's finish, finish this. Uh, and Paul, I want to say some people actually don't feel the nausea throughout the week. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Paul, I wanted to ask you something about what you said. You were saying with the, the Holy Spirit coming upon her, you were saying that was kind of like the impregnation of her. But this is after saying that she's been pregnant for six months. Is that more saying that the Holy Spirit will, like, send forth her? That was, a, that was her, her woman. Okay. aunt. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, good question. So there, there are two miracles that we're, we're seeing here. Two miracles to two women. One is impossible because she's past. She's past the age. We don't know how old. Yeah. We don't know how old. We know that Sarah was 90. That's pretty old. I mean, that would be kind of funny to see her rocking a baby or, or, or stroll, strolling the stroller down the street. Uh, or great. Yeah. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the Son of God. She is birthing the Son of God. And now he gives her information that she doesn't know. She Does she know that Elizabeth is pregnant? She hasn't heard. They live, how far is it from Nazareth to Judea? That's a good guess. 
not quite that much. If you went the straight route, you could get there maybe 80, but 80, 100, good guess. So you don't go there all the time by feet. You know, you, you don't take a taxi, you don't, you don't take a bus. Behold your kinswoman, okay, she's her aunt, she's her cousin, they're related, she hasn't heard yet. It's astounding news. In her old age has also conceived. You're going to conceive, she has conceived in her old age. And this is now the sixth month with her who was called Baron. That was her nickname. They talked about it. Yeah, she seems pretty holy, but I'll bet you she, God's judging her. God is, God is getting back at her for things that we don't see it, but I'll bet you she's just self-righteous. And they, they talked. They were, they were. Yes, they were cruel. And now her great joy. She's not only going to bear a son, but she's going to bear a son who is the greatest prophet in the words of Jesus ever. John the Baptist. Of those born of woman, there is no one greater, Jesus said. And this was at his time of weakness when he was doubted Jesus. And this is now the sixth month where it's called bearing. For with God, this is a great statement. This is a great statement for the angel. I think God said, say this, because God has said this before. This statement comes four times in the scripture. Once is a question, is there anything too hard for God? And it was said in Jeremiah, nothing is impossible with God. It's a great statement. Good to say it. Good for us to remember it. For with God, nothing. Nothing will be impossible. So, how does this teenage girl respond to this incredible news? She could start worrying. Pardon? No. She said, here it is. Behold, I am what does your Bible say, Beth? Servant. The word is doulos. That's literally bond slave. Mary says this. I am the bond slave. I'm, I'm, I'm the lowly one. A doulos was at the bottom of the heap. There were servants who, there's a different word, uh, uh, diakonos, diakonia. That's an, a word for servant that's higher than a doulos. A doulos is low. She goes low. She's really humble. Mary is pure. Mary is obedient. Mary is faith, full of faith. She's full of faith. She believes this. And Mary said, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. This is a scripture that I've used in my own life. This, past, this, this phrase right here, let it be to me according to your word. Okay, God. You really going to do this? Okay. One, I felt like he was asking me to start a seminary. That was beyond me. Okay, if you're going to do it, go ahead and do it. So basically, Mary is saying, you can use my body. 
I can't make it happen. Let it be according. Let your word do what you want to do, and I'm available if you want to do that. So what I like to do is go like this. Jesus needed a donkey, and somebody said, Jesus can use my donkey. Donkey had never been ridden on. Jesus needed a tomb because the disciples were not thinking about burial. And this was important to Jesus, and they were not thinking about his burial. The women were because they were going to anoint him. The disciples were scared to death behind locked doors. And a woman anointed Jesus, and it really meant a lot to him. She hath done this for my burial. Jesus was thinking about his burial. Jesus didn't have a place to bury. Joseph of Arimathea, he was a teacher among the, San the Sanhedrin. <coughs> he was a teacher in Israel, respected. He, he probably wasn't at the trial because he would have said no because he had started to be a disciple of Jesus even while he was a, a leader and a Pharisee. And he said, he can use my burial. That's powerful. He went public and he went to get the body. The body is outside of the city. So he had to go out, take the body down. It's a public thoroughfare. We'll meet him in heaven, but I don't know if he lived because they would have, they would have killed him. Mm -hmm. They would absolutely have killed him if they could find him. Whether he hid or just offered it and said, they're going to come. <laughs> Nicodemus was his partner. Nicodemus went with him. Nicodemus the one who would say, oh, he's by night. He's, he's a doubter. No, he came to have faith in Jesus. And now here's this teenage girl who says, let it be. I'd like us tonight to say, I want to be more like Mary. I want, to, I want to be like Mary. I want to be obedient like Mary. I want to hear God's impossible word to me and say, if that's what you say, God, that's what I want to do. So I'd just like us to have a little time of prayer together. And maybe there's some impossible things in your life or some difficult things in your life that are going on. I know there's one in Clifton's uh, situation, and maybe others have very difficult situations. Let's support each other in prayer together, and then we'll break up in groups of two or three. But let's, uh, let's believe for one another and uh, believe that God's going to that do according to his word. So I'm so grateful that you decided to to cover this like, you know, tonight because I just feel like the whole the whole story kind of leading up to it like the prophecy which was, you know, hundreds of years in advance of saying like this is going to happen, you know, and the birth of Jesus foretold like foretold through multiple people. And he did, and he uses like you said like a teenage girl who's fully in submission to the will of the Father. And I think that's, like, the key that separates that. Because she totally could have said no. I mean, I don't know what I would say in that situation, but it's just, you know, I'm submitted unto your will. Yeah. You're right. She could have said, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't think I'm of doing it. I'm already engaged, and I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll be yeah. stoned, but I'll, I won't learn. 
this, this got her in trouble because now she's carrying a child. She goes back to Nazareth, and they're not doing to her what they're doing. To Elizabeth, they're praising her. To Mary, they are shaming her. And 30 years later, the Pharisees still know about it. They say, we were not born illegitimately. They knew about this illegitimate birth. What looked like a moment of passion was God's passion for Mary. Go ahead, keep going. No, yeah, so, I don't know, I just feel like that's something that we can just, like, take away from, you know. I think it's easy to, for us personally to say, you know, we have our own agenda and there's things that we want to do, you know. But I, what I'm, what's so encouraging to me about this is it's the laying down of, she could have had plans for her entire life, you know, to go through with the marriage. And, but it's that place of saying, okay, God, this is what you're asking of me, and I'm going to lay aside my desires and my wants because I feel like this is what you're calling me to do and take a part of. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the Lord is saying that there's so much more freedom in the victory when we really are, you know, because you're free to do whatever you want. But true freedom is really like laying yourself down in submission to the will of the Father. It's saying, I'm laying down my plans and, and my things in order for, for you, God, to have your will not in my life, but to use me to make an impact for the people around me. Mm -hmm. So that was my 25 cents of <laughs> insight. What's the well song taken. that says, yes, Lord, yes, Lord? Um, yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Eric, we can turn this off now. My point in bringing up that, that, that non-Christian group, I was going to say 